and welcome to the world famous Buzz Podcast. I'm your host, Jerry West, and we are back after a hiatus to give you students in CISA the ins and outs of what's happening within the College of Integrative Sciences and Arts. I'll be your host for this show. My name is Jerry West. I'm the Associate Director of Recruitment, Outreach, and Engagement for the College of Integrative Sciences and Arts, and we value your participation. Today's show will be a show about a year in the life. We have some students coming on talking about the year in the life of being a CESA student at Arizona State University, and they're going to give you some helpful hacks to be successful, some concerns that they might have, some realities that they're facing within this new reality. But first, we're going to introduce everyone participating today, and I'm going to throw it over to Kelly. Hello. Hi, I'm Kelly Carnes. I'm Marketing Content Specialist here at CESA. And I'm Julie Lim, the Student Engagement Coordinator for our college. Hi, I'm Lila. I'm a freshman. My major is Applied Biological Sciences, and I'm doing that as a pre-med route. So one day I want to be a trauma physician. And my name is David Franco. I'm majoring in History and Political Science. Um, I want to do law school and become a lobbyist. So uh, Lila and David, man, you guys are... Uh, our first guest in this new podcast modality coming back from a, a, a summer where we did this, me and Kelly worked together seamlessly, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, yes. Some, we, yes, we have some questions for you guys that um, we feel would be kind of important for students to be kind of familiar with, with this new reality of COVID. Are you guys managing? How are you managing this year? We're managing. <laughs> we're managing um yeah uh, you know um things are different for sure but we're getting on you know one day at a time honestly it's more like one class at a time but we'll get through it how about you Lon? i don't think it's that bad i mean like i don't have anything else to base it off of obviously because this is my first year at asu but yeah i think it's going pretty good with the ASU sync and everything. Well, yeah. that's good. I mean, <laughs> not having anything to base it off of is probably a good thing, don't you think? You know? Yeah, for sure. I feel like I definitely, especially because last year in high school, the end of the second semester was totally online. So I was kind of already in that boat. So wasn't really let down or anything when they announced that we would be doing mostly online classes. Yeah. What do you think of ASU sync? Um, I personally, well, it's for me, it's mostly on Canvas for like our assignments and everything. Canvas, I don't like, but ASU Sync <laughs> as a whole, I do. Why <laughs> don't you like Canvas? Can it's just so confusing. Like I literally, it has a little to-do list and I just, I can't look at it like that. I don't know. So I like designed my own like printable planner. And so like I use that every day. It's just not as organized as I like, but I'm a huge like organization freak. So that could just be me. <laughs> you want the full control. Yeah, exactly. I like seeing it all in one place. Not like I have to go to this tab and then this tab and then there and here. And yeah, it's just confusing to me. Interesting. Yeah. That's very different for me. I just write things on like sticky notes and they're all over my wall. You know, I'm like, I don't even know what the order is anymore. And like, uh, okay, oh gosh, okay, okay. That would stress me out so much, like beyond stress. I thrive in the chaos. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's like part of the learning process of college life, right? Is like, how, how do you want to keep yourself organized? What system works for you? That's all part Mm -hmm. of the it's just kind of managing fun. your time. Yeah, I think it's kind of fun because this is like for me and like my friends who are also freshmen, we kind of see it as like a time that we're kind of like discovering who we are as like adults, not just like kids. So it's kind of fun to see like what works for us and what doesn't and how we like to organize and how we don't and what helps us keep on ourselves on track. Right. So so David, you're you're a senior, right? And and what year are you? Did you say that? Is this your fourth year? You know what? The reason why I asked what year are you is <laughs> because you when I was a senior. Yourself. Did you say I was a senior? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, well, when I was a senior, it wasn't my fourth oh, gotcha. year. That's why gotcha, I checked. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get that. You'll get that joke, Lila, as you start to take more and more classes. So I was a fifth. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. I was a fifth. <laughs> I was a fifth year senior. So, like, how is this different from your like like? are you anticipating is this year what you've anticipated it to be so far you know and if you could give a little kind of contrast from the transition of like a traditional college year or traditional year for a student to like what makes this so different right um first of all what makes this year very different for me is that i'm not living on campus just for the sake of you know minimizing my chances of getting miss rona but um, I want that. <laughs> but obviously, you know, everything being online, um, I guess, isn't really new. I know the end of last semester, a lot of students um, were also online. I personally wasn't really online because I was interning in DC. So when the whole crisis started, I just had to come back home and basically uh, wait the semester out. So I didn't really have any classes to take. Um, So this is all kind of very new for me, Um, and it's been a learning curve for sure. Um, I know ASU Sync, you know, there's a thing where you take your Zoom class one day and then the other day you go to class, Um, but I worked it out with the professors that I just stay um, at home and I just do everything on Zoom, and all of my professors were really lenient on that, so I appreciate that. so have I anticipated this to be, you know, considering everything that's going on, mm-hmm. um, I think things are running as smoothly as they could be. Um, obviously, we would want things to be, you know, lifted up, you know, club meetings don't really happen on campus, uh, mm-hmm. no sports, um, you know, no, no, no tailgating, nothing like oh, that, you know, so, brutal. you know, that's a huge bummer. That's yeah. definitely huge ASU culture. So, but I mean, honestly, with everything that's going on, I think it's running pretty smoothly so far. That's good. Yeah. What did you guys, um, we'll start with Lila. What did you anticipate for this year? And so far, how has it been? So I, um, I agree with David. My professors have definitely been very understanding with everything. I did the same thing as him. Um, I'm doing all my courses through Zoom or iCourses or just as a way um, to stay home instead of going there like some days and not. But um, I honestly, mine's kind of positive. I thought because before you go to the college, like even your teachers in high school and everything are kind of like, oh my gosh, like you're professors aren't going to put up with this and like they're not going to do this for you and like they're not going to be lenient 
but I literally emailed all of them like the first week in August and was like, Hey, like I don't, I'm a caregiver for a special needs girl with Down syndrome. Oh, wow. And so she's immunocompromised. And I just told them that. And I was like, I don't really feel comfortable like going to school some days. Like, is there a way I could work around that? And literally the next day, all of them were like, of course, like you can just go through Zoom. Like we don't mind at all. So that was kind of a pleasant surprise. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it's been going pretty good so far. I like it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, how about you, David? Things you did or didn't anticipate for this year so far? Things that I anticipated. Um, social distancing, I guess. I feel like ASU has done a, a, a like on campus, especially in Poly. I don't know anything about Tempe. I'm trying to avoid Tempe as much as possible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> even though one of my majors is basically over there. Oh, um, man. <laughs> but at least on Poly, um, it seems like things are marked out pretty well. Um, mm -hmm. and I definitely was thinking that was going to be a nightmare. Um, again, I'm not really that much on campus, but the times I've been there, um, it seemed like things were, you know, kept under order and under check. Um, you know, that's good. Other stations are everywhere. There's markings on the floor if you're in the union, you know. <clears throat> little stickers on the floor telling you six feet apart, whatever, all of that. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think the university's done a good job on that. Um, better than what I was expecting for sure. Um, what challenges have you, have you come across any challenges so far? Yes. Um, so <laughs> I'm in, I'm also in Barrett, the honors college. Uh -huh. um, and so I was trying to, I was already, I already had my thesis director confirmed, but I still needed my second reader. And it's pretty hard to like find one if you can't really walk around on campus and just talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So I was basically having to email my director and I was like, you know, if you know anybody that would be pertinent to our topic, let me know. <laughs> please. <laughs> um, and so luckily I was able to meet with uh, Professor Martinez. He's a new hire at CISA. Oh yeah. Um, so shout out to him. Um, shout out Professor yeah. Martinez. <laughs> what? Sign up for his classes. They're very interesting, appear interesting. Um, but I also had to like sign up for that class too, which was also a pain. Mm -hmm. um, you know, not being able to like see the advisor in person or whatever, you know, and I had to, cause I had to get a petition override because I was doing way too many credits. Um, so that whole process was a little annoying, you know, not having to do it in person and just relying all through emails and zoom calls and all that. So, yeah, but eventually it worked out, you know, it's just, I think one of the biggest lessons I'm having to learn through this semester is patience, which, uh, I don't know. I think I would used to say I was a pretty patient person, but um, it's definitely being tested for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people are kind of feeling that way because, yeah, like processes that what like you said, you just be able to walk around and, you know, find mm -hmm. the person that you need. Now we have to find a new way to do that. How about you, Lila? What have been um, frustrations so far for you? Frustrations? So 
I was never planning to live on campus for my freshman year. I just don't like I live I literally live like I live two minutes away from the poly campus. Um, but I was really looking forward to still going to my class, like kind of what David said too, like going in person and just walking around campus and like have meeting people. I think that's like the biggest thing. Um, I was really looking forward to meet a lot of new friends and especially because all my from high school moved out of state for college. And I have met some like through, thankfully through um, social media and everything. That's been really good. Like they've been making um, like ASU freshmen, like Instagram accounts where you can like post a picture of yourself and like people, you know, just stuff like that. But it's definitely not like what how I thought it would be meeting new people. Like, it's not like you can just be like, hey, like, do you want to go grab a coffee together? Like, it's not <laughs> like that. You have to be like, oh, like, are you, like, are you um, comfortable hanging out since COVID? And are you comfortable doing that? And it's just, it's just way different. So that's probably my biggest challenge is just meeting people. Cause that's like what your whole freshman year, like you're excited for meeting all the yeah. Your new friends, new college professors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, our CISA podcast is is for students and by students. Right. And you guys are, are taking classes and it's a new environment in which you're taking classes. Like, are there any new things you've discovered about yourself, new habits you've discovered, new methods of learning you've discovered that you would either that that you would kind of want to voice to, to students that would be listening? Like, what are some new ways to help students in this new format of learning, like, um, and it might not be a new habit you've discovered. It might just be something that you find to be really kind of imperative about being successful. You guys have gone to class, right? Have you have you had a class yet? <laughs> that, that's a joke. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I asked them, like, you guys have gone to class. And they're like, oh, <laughs> that's the habit, going to class. <laughs> it's on a sticky note somewhere for David. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> um, for me, I work, like, five, six days a week. And my job, I'm kind of, like, on call, quote, unquote, a lot. Mm-hmm. Because if they need me there for their daughter, like, I have to, obviously, she can't be home alone or anything. So I just kind of pick up my stuff and go. Um, so definitely I think sticking, I make a schedule for myself and I have like, like I said, I'm an organization freak. I have, um, like a hard copy calendar. I have the calendar in my phone. I have a day by day schedule and I have like two different planners. Like I, so I think just, wow. yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm like hardcore with it. And I might have to hire you to keep me in line. <laughs> That would be great. (laughs) I I think that is like the main thing for me that's kept me on track. And also, um, I always, it's, it sounds kind of like juxtaposition. Like I schedule myself like personal time, like to wind down and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cause like, I I think it's kind of imperative because you usually go, people tend to just go and go and go until they eventually get so overwhelmed that they like Mm -hmm. combust and are just like freaking out and are like, you know what, like, I'm going to take today and I'm going to say, you know, I'm not doing these assignments. I think that that has a lot more negative impacts than it does just taking like an hour a day. And like, I personally, I like meditating and I like 
just that type of thing. So I like doing that just to get clear my head and get my focus back on school and work. And I definitely think it's helped me stop from getting overwhelmed. That's great. I, I, I mean, I, I think scheduling your downtime is really important because yeah, it's easy, you know, to let everything else kind of take control. Yeah, exactly. And it like really helps me to just not, when I get overwhelmed, I tend to explode. And so I definitely don't want that to happen. I become a total monster. And (laughs) so I definitely want to stay away from that as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to implode. That's the word. Yeah, it's, that's <laughs> even scarier. In, in, I've seen it happen. It's not pretty. You don't want that. <laughs> We've all been there. Mm-hmm. How about you, David? Well, um, I guess highlighting uh, Lila's point on downtime. Um, obviously, this may not work as well for people living in dorms and stuff, but I love to cook. For me, cooking is very therapeutic. Mind off of everything else and I'm just focused on the thing I'm making, you know? Um, so I guess that's my downtime. I also love to cycle, like uh, go bicycling. Uh, I love doing that. Um, but I guess a piece of advice is, especially if your Zoom classes are like pretty much back to back, like between the Zoom class, just like get up and move around. Like usually on a, if things were normal, you know, your class ends and then you got to get up and walk to the next class, you know, you mm. get the, get the juices flowing. So I think that's really important. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Keeping also, physical is good. Yes, for sure. Um, but also this is more me and how I work a little bit, but usually when I'm on a zoom call, you know, usually I'm on mute, but I still try to like interact with what's going on. How so? Maybe not necessarily what, the professor saying, but you know what the other kids are doing, you know, and you just, you know, you're on mute. So you can say stuff, you know, like, what is he doing? You know, like, did he just pick his nose? Is this kid in the bathroom right now? You know, or, oh, that's a cute dog. You know, just, just, I try to keep myself engaged, you know. Um, yeah. Instead of scrolling through the news site or something yeah, during for class. Sure. For sure. And I, I'm a poli sci major, you know, so politics and opinions and stuff come out a lot. So sometimes, you know, when a professor's ranting, obviously I'm on mute. So I'll just say something back that's probably not good. <laughs> but nobody can do it. So, so it's fine, you know. <laughs> um, Takeaway from this yes. is that you got must be on mute. Yes, be on mute. Yes. <laughs> be on mute. <laughs> but I think just just try to engage with the Zoom. Mm-hmm. And what's going on as much as possible. Um, that way, you know, for me, I get easily distracted very easily. So if I can find anything that keeps me focused on what's going on on the screen, that's going to be better. Especially like living in the house, you know, if a truck's driving by, I'm like, oh, yeah, what's that guy doing? You know, there's a bird over there. You know, I, I don't want to be on the Zoom call. So I think that, that that's what I offer. <laughs> excellent, excellent points. Lila, what uh, what are you hoping for this year? What's your what's your outlook? Um, I think just in general this year, I think ASU is doing the best it can given the circumstances. I don't think there's like any right or wrong way. I mean, obviously, like as long as you're following guidelines and stuff, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to go about distance learning. Um, but 
I really do hope that it just stays somewhat consistent and somewhat, um, I don't know what word I'm looking for. I just, I think it would be beneficial for even if it were like, okay, like COVID might get better, but we're still going to just say we're going to stick to distance learning until at least this time. Like, I think that would be really good. So I think just consistency and also getting easier to make friends kind of, I think college, like especially your first, at least for me and my friends, your first year is kind of like self-discovery and just discovery about the adult world and like what others expect of you with your schoolwork and even what you want to do for your career if you want to change stuff. Um, But yeah, I just hope that I get a little bit of that, even with being at home for most of my classes. (laughs) Got it. How about you, David? What are you hoping for in your in your senior year? Honestly, graduating. (laughs) 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 This needs to be done. Um, (laughs) But also, I I would agree with Lila. Um, If they want, if ASU wants things to stay down, it's got to be consistent. Um, And I agree that I think ASU is doing the best it can. um hopes um obviously for this thing to be over soon um obviously i don't see it happening for a while (laughs) but um you know if a vaccine or whatever comes out or or people start using their brains and start to social distance wear their masks wash their hands all that basic stuff that we learned way back when (laughs) um it would be great to just start seeing some normalcy again um, mm-hmm. this this pandemic has um it's it's touched everything like for, for example um my roommate and i we needed to buy some furniture for the house mm-hmm. uh that's a know, basic bed, thing very seems very simple very basic thing bed set you know dressers and all that and so you know we went to a couple furniture stores and we're like yeah we would like to get this one and they're like yeah we don't have it in stock we're like well okay when can you order it it's like it's not it's not being made. Nobody's making anything. Everything's gone. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's Oops. the same. It's like the toilet paper thing. But like, uh, like even during oh, the summer, okay. I went to buy a bicycle. Bicycles are out of stock, too. You know, like everything's I just. At the beginning of when they were like, I think probably like July when people were starting to say, OK, we're going to do online learning this year, even for elementary students. I am not joking. This is like a literal fact of my life. I went to 13 different stores looking for a desk. I went to Ikea, Target, like three different furniture stores, general stores. I went everywhere. Just a little cheap desk that I could use because obviously like you kind of need one when you're going to be online Mm -hmm. and 13 stores, none had it. It was like a whole 10 hour day thing that I had to do. And I was driving around freaking out, like, what am I going to do? I'm going to have no to build luck. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ended up, I had to get one, like, from someone in my neighborhood. Because I posted, and I was like, someone please help me. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And they sold it to me, thank goodness. But, yeah, it's yeah. literally the toilet paper thing, but with everything. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I haven't been able to get my favorite hand soap in, like, months. It's just gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cry me a river, man. No, not your favorite <laughs> hand, so. 
Well, it's just weird because it's like it's soap. You think they would just be like making Make it more soap? Yeah, <laughs> like. But obviously, their supply chains disrupted somehow. So yeah, it's weird. It's weird the things that have been affected. Yes. Yeah. So joining our podcast today, we have Julie Loom, the coordinator senior for student engagement within the College of Integrative Sciences and Arts. Say what's up, Julie. What's up, everyone? <laughs> so Julie, full disclosure, just said she was nervous. Yeah, and just being recorded <laughs> makes me nervous. Just being yes, recorded. But you're a subject matter expert when it comes to engagement. Uh, I wouldn't say expert. I know enough, I guess. <laughs> she's being humble. She, she, she is. <laughs> she engages us, you guys. She, she definitely keeps the college active. Yeah. And I can say that from a positive experience. I so, can say that as somebody who has to make her e-blast, which she's just busy. <laughs> I keep busy, yes. <laughs> so, so Julie, we're going to uh, throw a couple questions at you for real-time responses. I'll go, and then as you're kind of responding, then I'll have Kelly go, and then, you know, so it's only about four questions. Okay. Okay. Sure. So, uh, someone who's working with engagement, works within the college, why do you think engagement is important like why are engagement activities important for for students regardless of them being a first-year student transfer student non-traditional right yeah so i think a lot of i think there's been a shift in the focus in engagement previously it was always like and with parents academics do well in your classes which is a huge component of college but um, I always felt like there was a factor that was missing, but I think attention has gotten, has been shifted towards engagement. There is, and I think Lila mentioned it, mm -hmm. your time in college is the time of self-discovery. It is learning a lot about yourself and growing into this adult and individual. And engagement actually helps students mm -hmm. do that. You are, I feel like, you develop new skills. You're going to mm -hmm. meet lifetime friends, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> you're going to be exposed to a lot of different things that maybe doesn't happen naturally for you in the classroom. Because in the classroom setting, it's a very formal. You're sitting and the instructor is speaking to you. Where during engagement programs, and when I'm talking about engagement programs, it's going to um info sessions it's going to student organizations it's mm -hmm. having lunch or a coffee with a friend mm -hmm. that's i consider that all engagement anything outside of the classroom those all really benefit students and those can happen i think um more organically for students mm -hmm. um where they as i mentioned are going to learn more about themselves and then really start developing some of those skills that kind of matter in the workforce. So yeah. when you go to college, I think a lot of students think I'm going to college, I'm going to get my degree in X, and then I'm going to go do this for my job. This degree will get me this You mean job. that doesn't happen? That's not the... Uh, sometimes, <laughs> but there's a lot more to it. I yeah. mean, if you've been on an interview panel, you could have someone with great experience, mm -hmm. but there's not that... Um, connection yeah 
or if you're not able to develop those relationships with your coworkers and colleagues Mm -hmm. so that you can work effectively as a team, some of that is gone. You might, I feel like people are always like communication skills are so important or writing skills are so important, but, um, me as a student, I remember I'm like, what, what? <laughs> That's not important. But I really, like being now as an adult, I was like, oh. It is important. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And you they have to be to about a word yeah. and email nicely when you want to just, you know, reach through and strangle somebody, but you can't do that to your coworker. So I remember you have my, to have these communication skills. Yeah. My high school teacher talked about, it is so important to network and I mean, I feel like I was raised in terms of your merit, you get what you earn, and hopefully in most cases that's the case, but there's there's definitely some other aspects that are into consideration as I mentioned mm-hmm. when you're getting a job, but even when you're in a job, for you to be able to work with people, some of those other skills that you mm-hmm. would not necessarily learn in the classroom that you can get through engagement, it's really important mm-hmm. um, in helping you develop your overall um, academic career. So like engagement is key, is a key component to being a successful individual. So I do have a question that this wasn't one that was presented. Did you participate in engagement activities when you were in college? Were you like? I I did. So that event, I mean, that led me to my career eventually. I feel like almost anyone in higher ed kind mm-hmm. of stumbled their way into this career field and made <laughs> <laughs> engage and they were interested um, in, in realizing, oh, this is kind of what I like to do. But yes, I was very engaged. And I would say that that definitely made my experience at ASU, well, I, I, I'm an alum, my experience at ASU so much more um, beneficial in, yeah. in Made it so memorable. I never wanted to leave. I love college so much. Still here. You sound like David. Feeling the love. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's very true. What um, which events do you think students should attend? Do we have some coming up? Oh, there's too many. <laughs> there are too many. I, obviously, I would push my programs that I do for our college. I try to definitely develop programs specifically for our students in our particular majors um, to help you in terms of developing those networks that I mentioned and those skills. Um, For example, today we have an internship workshop for some of our students. Look at the Um, cross-platform promotion. Yes, (laughs) but... There are certain certain programs I don't do because mm-hmm. other departments do them and they are just as beneficial. I think it's important just, I wouldn't say that there are certain ones that I'd recommend attending, but there are certain, I, I would say to attend something. Um, taking a look and see what interests you um, and participating in those. Or mm-hmm. if it's just the idea of meeting new people, going and doing some of those that may not necessarily be beneficial. Like I know they do like trivia night. It may not benefit you in terms of learning certain things, but it's meeting new people, um, especially with everything going on right now. As they mentioned, it is hard to connect and just randomly bump into someone and then start chatting. Right. Kind of have to make more of an effort. Um, but the programs that we do in some way, there are some, I guess, technical learning outcomes that we have and some objectives, even if it is just fun. Um, 
there is a reason we do those for you. Um, and so anything that you can do and anything that you're willing to participate in, I highly encourage you to. So with that being kind of the um, your point, you know, how can students that are CESA students or even as you kind of reference students, uh, departments that are throwing programs for all ASU students, how can they find out um, which program to attend or how can they find out where all these programs are happening? At? And if, if you're going to answer that, you know, we do have somebody within marketing, too, that can also talk about how students can find out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's always interesting when I hear students say, I, there's nothing going on. <laughs> we get that a lot. There's, there's, there's definitely something going on um, every day, every hour. Uh, so I think the easiest one for a lot of students is going to be on social media. Um, if you follow yes. a few different groups, uh, CISA ASU is one of them, of course, yeah. CISA ASU. Um, and then we also have your PAB, which is Programming Activities Board. So if you just search PAB ASU, you'll find that. And they even break it down into further campuses. So I think Downtown West and Poly might have one. And I think just the mm -hmm. ASU PAB might be the general Tempe one. You also have USG, your undergraduate student government. And then you can also follow your actual campus. I know at Poly and Downtown, they have a Facebook and Twitter, um, probably Instagram, um, mm -hmm. and you can follow them. So that's probably the easiest way for, I think, our students. The other way is to check your email. There you yes. go. Everyone tells you to check your ASU email. <laughs> Look at Lila, she's laughing like I've heard yes. that once or twice. Yes, and you will see a ton of emails and I, we try, we I do. try, and I, I know Kelly does. We try really hard not to email you a ton of stuff unless it's really important. Um, but that's one of the ways that we can reach all of our students is through emails. So definitely take a look at that. Yeah. There's also- we, And we try to break it down. Like there's- career and internship opportunities. We got events in there. We got new courses you should check out if you're looking for humanities communications. Yeah. Or Kelly's, anything, anything really. And Kelly's specifically talking about our newsletter that we send monthly um, to all of our CESA students. So those are going to be very CESA specific information. And then we'll throw in some I would say key events in there as well, um, just because we want to make mm -hmm. sure the word gets out there for all of our students. Um, but you'll find other emails from different, like student government will send a mass email about our forum with Dr. Crow tomorrow, and hopefully students will go to. Um, so just being aware, I guess. Another good place that, I mean, there's a lot more, but one good place right now is the ASU Sun Devil Sync. Right now, that's where they are posting a ton of different events and student organizations. If they're having meetings, they'll mm -hmm. post their meeting days and events that they're doing on that. Um, and right now, I know with the virtual setting, it's a little challenging, but the great thing is because it's virtual, you can participate in any of the events on any of the campuses that are going on, really. There you go. As many as you want. Yeah. Obviously, don't overdo it. <laughs> you want to make sure you set aside time to do school. <laughs> um, but, uh, but it's all out there. There's definitely tons of stuff. And they have, as I said, they have the fun stuff, but then we have um, internship workshops. We did workshops on how to prepare for exams. Mm -hmm. um, your, At school admissions. Yeah. So, 
anything mm-hmm. you can think of that you can do um, virtually, we probably are doing it. Painting, Boom. characterists, magicians, those are all on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> We've got it. Fountain of information. Yes. Awesome. Uh, well, is there an event coming up? Anything that is a must attend, Julie? Something that should be on pe- students' radar? Um, so during, we have, I guess, with fall welcome, it's typically the first couple of weeks of school. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are, ex- ASU is extending it to the first six weeks. So there's a bunch Ayo. of different things going on. Um, we, each of the campuses is doing a virtual fair for mm-hmm. student organizations. Um, so if you check out the Sun Devil Sync for those events and you'll be able to find that out. This is how you can get involved. Um, and this is typically what would have been the club fairs that they would do on your campus. So this oh, is right. a great way to get involved um, with a small group of people who might have similar interests as you. And they've broken it down based off of the different student organizations. Mm. So I would definitely recommend that. Um, and then if you stay and follow on social media, but there are quite a few major events that ASU does. Mm -hmm. Obviously homecoming, that's going to be in November this year. We have family weekend in November. Um, In the spring, we typically have something called Change the World, which is a huge ASU event that students should check out. See, we're just an institution that provides many, many ways for students to stay engaged, even in our current pandemic situation. As we come to the close of the podcast, again, we want to thank everybody for participating. Great content, wonderful job. You students give us a couple helpful hacks for students. And this could be just things that you have thought about, things that you might not have considered, um, but things that you would think students whether they're in your population, freshmen or they're seniors, just a helpful hack for a student. Um, I wish I would have known. Okay, when I first started, I definitely was overthinking everything a lot. There you go. And I was scared <laughs> to email my professors and I was, and honestly, yesterday I had to take oh. my dog to the emergency vet and so I had to ask I know it was, it was actually so sad. It was sad for me. Mm. Okay, mm. <laughs> um, I, but I emailed one of my professors to ask for, um, if I could turn in something today that was due yesterday. And I felt so bad. It was like having a huge strike to my ego of turning in everything on time. And I was typing it and was like, oh my God, like she's going to hate me. And then she emailed back like 10 minutes later, like, oh yeah, of course, like whatever. And I was mm. like, Okay, cool. So I guess not to overthink everything and not to be scared of your professors. That's great. Yeah. It sounds like you've reached out to your professors a lot. And like how you, because that's something I think a lot we have to encourage, you know, new students to do is like, you know, go to, go to office hours, email them, whatever. And office hours look a little different this year, but (laughs) I definitely, um, I've introduced myself to all of them. I'm honestly a chronic suck up. If my teachers don't like me, I get super <laughs> sad. And so I definitely emailed all of them and was like, hey, like, my name is Lila. Nice to meet you. I'm excited to take your class. 
and they all emailed back and were like, wow, like, thank you. Like, I'm excited too. And then that was that. <laughs> but I think that definitely helped for like when I went, if I emailed them for like help on an assignment or anything, it isn't like, obviously I'm not close with them, but if it's like, it's not as awkward and like tense as it would be if they didn't even know who I was or anything. A- so, absolutely. And this yeah. is, you know what, this is kind of the new networking, right? Is yeah. reaching out to people via email and just introducing yourself. Yeah, exactly. And most of the professors, all of the professors I have, I don't know for David or anyone else, but they're all super nice and really like understanding of stuff. And yeah, so I'm happy with it, but I'd recommend that so reaching out and introducing yourself and yeah. <laughs> that's, that's great advice. Why, Excellent. thank you. I thought about it. <laughs> How about you, David? Um, you should you should have a few helpful hacks since this isn't your first rodeo. You think I would? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Obviously, yes. What Lila said, especially if you're in Barrett and you need to do honors contracts and all that, get to know your professors because you don't know when you need a favor in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just stole mine. <laughs> yes, you know, them letters of rec will come in handy. Absolutely. So if you're on good terms with them, they'll be on good terms with them. Um, let's see, a life hack, you know, hang out with friends as much as possible. Um, obviously, be smart about it mm-hmm. during these times. Um, you know, order some pizza, you know, get, you know, have some me time, treat yourself. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's very important life than just finishing your class and getting an A. Cause at the end of the day, the world still spins, whether or not you get an A or B or C or whatever. Ooh. That's another thing I feel like, cause like for my assignment yesterday, I was honestly freaking out that I'd have to turn it in like half done or like not at all. But then Mm -hmm. I talked to my mom and she was like, Lila, like, it's like, honestly, one assignment, if you turn it in half in, like, it's whatever, because I feel like your mental health is more important than finishing an assignment or not finishing a couple. Yeah, for sure. Um, But obviously be passionate about what you're studying and do things on time and all that. Be be a good student and all that. but don't forget about yourself too, because uh, you can complete your degree or whatever, but if you're a mess, um, you know, it's not gonna be a good life for you. Mm. Um, yeah. find, find a hobby, you know, especially now, like, you know, um, I guess gyms are kind of opening up a little bit again now, but uh, you know, go, go running, you know, go, go ride your bike or something, cook, you know. <laughs> um, I play an instrument. I play the saxophone a lot, you know, just, just, you know, do things to keep your mind busy. You know, the worst is just sitting there and watching Netflix all day or Hulu or whatever. <laughs> stay engaged. Yes. Yeah. Stay engaged. Live your life. Hobbies are good me time. Mm-hmm. I hear. <laughs> <laughs> I just got out of grad school myself. So I'm still trying to figure out what my hobbies were before that started. <laughs> so all right. Well, thank you guys so much for being on our first podcast back to school. Uh, so much fun, David. Thank you guys for hosting. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Thank you, David and Lila and Julie for being on with us and giving us the rundown on events and things to look out for, how to find events, why you should go to events. 
all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you, Jerry. Jerry is our organizer and fearless leader. Salute to everyone listening. And special thank you to Josh, who's going to edit all this and make us sound good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bye tomorrow. <laughs> Bye tomorrow. Bye tomorrow. <laughs> In an hour. In an hour. All right. Goodbye, guys. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to check out part two of today's episode. The Buzz Podcast is brought to you by the ASU College of Integrative Sciences and Arts and by students like you.